Hey Miley, we need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Women, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Welcome to this week's episode of Woman Get In Podcast. I am Miley. And I am Mandy. And we are elated that we are back in the same place <laughs> with you all. It's good to be in the same room with you. I know. I miss you. I always miss it when we're not mm-hmm. together. How was the rest of your San Diego trip? I I already know how it went. There's some foreshadowing in the sound of that voice. Yeah, it was okay. And by okay, you mean? It was a struggle. No, I'm sorry to hear. Yeah. What happened? Uh, So I don't remember if I mentioned I was going to, I was staying with friends Mm -hmm. at Ben and Bree's house Mm -hmm. and they don't listen to the pod, I'm pretty sure. So... (laughs) I didn't tell them this, but so, I mean, I told them, but I didn't tell them the aftermath. So I babysat their kid on Wednesday night Mm -hmm. and they had a dinner for Ben. He was making the diamond circle again for hitting sales achievements. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Super awesome. Really big thing. You know, congratulation kind of thing. Achievement. Yes, yes, yes. Achievement. Thank you. And... They had to leave really early. They had to drive all the way to Newport Beach. How far away is that from San Diego? It's like an hour and a half. Holy moly. In California traffic. Yeah, it's basically to LA. I mean, you're almost to LA at that point. Um, So they uh, left me alone with baby for a few hours. I mean, I had the nighttime routine thing down. They'd gone over it with me the last couple of nights. And food was ready. And I knew how to do her bottles and things like that. And I'd done one the night before. And... No big deal. I'm not worried about it. So we're hanging out with the baby, having a great time. Get the baby to go. She doesn't really want her snack a whole lot. She took a really long late nap. She'd been fussy at daycare apparently all day. Huh. And I also didn't think about that too. Like yeah. It was like she's been fussy at daycare. She hasn't had a nap. Blah, blah, blah. All these things. I'm like, okay. Like, hopefully she's good when she comes home. And like, she comes home. She was okay. She went down for a nap. They're like, wake her up by five. That way you can get her down for a normal mm-hmm. bedtime. I'm like, okay, we'll do. And I went into her room and twisted open her blinds and the light kind of woke her up real gently and she was fine. She kind of ate a snack, wasn't super interested. She was playing just fine. So by that point, Des had arrived in San Diego and was with me at their mm-hmm. house. And he's baby crazy. Which is a whole other story, oh. but I mean, I literally could not hold this baby for more than two minutes, and he would just like take oh his take her from me. Yeah. Insane, it is adorable. But I'm like, yeah, all right, that is adorable. I'm just like, all right, you have her. Like, I'll, I got something else. Like, I'm sure I can wander around and do something else. So I'm like cleaning up and doing other shit. So, anyways, uh played with her for a little while it comes time for bed and like well she doesn't seem too fussy she did nap a little late it was maybe like 15 minutes past her normal go down time and she started to kind of rub her eyes and look a little sleepy again so I get her bottle giving it to her she's inhaling this thing Mm. and probably two-thirds of the way in she starts to want to sit up Mm. and so I'm like oh okay so I sit her up and she starts to spit up a little bit just like some of this bottle like just kind of starts oozing out of her and i'm all oh okay maybe she's just she was kind of congested she'd been Mm. getting over some sort of cold since i had been there 
five days prior. Yeah. So I, she's just got this nose thing going on. And uh, I'm like, oh, maybe she just was stuffy and breathing, not breathing well. And she's just spitting up a little bit. She's spitting up a little bit. And all of a sudden, if y'all are sensitive, maybe skip forward 30 seconds because she just poltergeist baby vomits oh. across me and the chair and my arm and the room. Oh I mean, my. it was wild. <laughs> oh my. It was like nothing I have ever seen just in real life. Came out. A little fire hose yeah. of formula and the banana and the black bean. Oh. Anything she nibbled on in the last hour and a half to two hours oh. since she'd been up just shot out of her for about four solid seconds. Oh <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Now what? You know, and then it's just, okay, set the formula down move my phone which was in the splatter zone uh, splatter zone oh god it was a whole thing oh. and i'm alone he had gone to get us dinner at oh, this point i was wondering i was like was he in the next room did he not hear her poltergeisting no i mean it was it was dead quiet she didn't make any noise she's not like humans you know like women don't make a lot of noise you know, whenever when i we throw imagine up. things like that i always imagine sound effects in my head so <laughs> even if there isn't real life sound effects there's got to be something. Some sort of. Yes. Yeah, no, there was literally no noise with the exception of probably the splatter of it uh, hitting the ground. Uh. So <laughs> sorry for the graphic detail. So I'm like covered in she's covered. My arms covered. The floor is just destroyed. And I'm going, all right, I'm alone. Cool. So I set things down, move the phone. I pick her up. I'm like, I got to get her out of this little baby sack that they put her in to sleep oh, oh like unzip pull it off inside out to keep everything on it and don't get oh, it anywhere yeah, else yeah, yeah. and i'm like wiping her down with wipes she's pissed <laughs> like, yeah. she's like i'm naked now i'm cold and wet like Aww. i she hates a washcloth to the face i'm oh. like sorry i gotta get the puke off yeah. of you so i'm like wiping her down like crazy i got there's little wash rags they use to clean her with so i get a wash rag and this little bottle of water i'm like wiping her down i'm wiping her down with cloths i'm just wiping her down with everything at my <laughs> at my disposal i'm satisfied that she's clean and there's nothing on her grab a new baby outfit like put a new baby outfit on her turn around step over the vomit set oh, her in her crib so i can spend a couple of minutes yeah. mopping up the mess clean myself she's crying she's super upset she's like screaming Aww. in the crib i'm like i'm sorry i gotta take care of this yeah. i'll be back like you're okay I'm right here it'll be okay i had the lullabies playing and the noise machine but Aww. nothing was really oh, helping because no, no. she's probably feeling you know she's not feeling well right and you know she's like god damn it i just threw yeah. up like i need to be held and then yeah and i'm like there's nowhere to hold you there's puke on everything so <laughs> <laughs> i'm Aww. wiping up the chairs where it got on the chair and i'm just going oh my god did i get all the bits of black beans and banana off the floor i don't know it's dusk i can hardly there's barely any light left at this point oh, in the man. day so I'm like, I'm semi-satisfied with how it looks. The chair's okay. I rinse off the cup, which had vomit all over it. And I pick her up. I'm like, okay, how are you feeling, kid? She calms down immediately. And I'm like, there's a little bit in here still. Do you want this? Like thinking she'll tell me yes or no. Either way, I'm going to hold her hopefully and she's yeah. going to fall asleep. She took it and she drank the rest of it. Mm. And was and I set her up. I'm like, okay, is you good? We good? No more of this. Embracing yourself for right, the next round. Yeah. Are we doing this again? And she was fine. So I laid her down in the crib, and she, you know, rolls over onto her stomach where she likes to be. And um, 
I just, I literally kept, I'm like, all right, it seems okay. So I just kept checking on her every few minutes and making sure she was not crying, making sure she wasn't throwing up, making, like I'm watching her on the monitor and I'm like, she's not really moving. So I'm going in there to make sure everything's fine. And oh my gosh, the first 30 minutes were stressful, but that was that. So I got thrown up on and the next night I started to not feel so awesome. Didn't really notice anything, but by Friday, I was really not feeling good. And uh, we went out for lunch on Ocean Beach and shared a little pizza, and I ate it. But I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, that's all I need today. Not very... A couple hours in and I just wasn't, I was like, feels like my food is not moving. Like it just felt, I felt so much pressure, like really high up right at Mm. the base of my stomach or right at the top of my stomach. And I was like, I just don't feel great. I don't know what the deal is. And uh, I was like, well, let's just, we'd wandered Ocean Beach and Pacific Beach. I mean, it had been hours at this point, three, at least three hours, maybe four. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just not feeling, he's like, you don't seem like you're too into this. And I'm like, I am so content just sitting here staring at the ocean. I just, I don't have the energy yeah. for a whole lot more right now. I don't, like I woke up with a headache because we had a couple cocktails the night before, but I was like, I really don't feel like I should have a headache from two cocktails. That's odd. And I just feel sort of low energy and yeah. foggy today. Then the lunch thing, and then I'm, my stomach's not feeling great. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with me, but my stomach doesn't feel good. So we go back to the Airbnb, and I'm like, it's hitting me hard. I'm just going to lay down. And then I'm I'm like, do I feel warm to you? And he's like, you feel really, really warm. I'm like, oh. He's like, let me go get you something. Gets me ginger ale and Tylenol. Aww. I'm like, can you also bring me Kleenex? Because I just want to cry. Because <laughs> like, I don't want to be here. I want to be out. Yeah. And uh, so he goes to the store and brings me back all this stuff. He's like, here's your Kleenex for crying. And here's your <laughs> Tylenol and can like whatever can it to dry or some ginger ale and uh I'm like thank you I'm like can you hand me my ipad he hands me my ipad I just like rolled over and fall asleep I don't even watch it I'm just like I'm Aww. too tired I'm not feeling good I'm constantly being woken up by this awful feeling in my stomach and finally in the middle of the night I mean he ended up sleeping in the living room and in the middle of the night I woke up around 1 a.m and just violently threw everything up that was in me and it was wild. It was oh. like nothing had, like the, the pressure yeah. I felt, it was like nothing had moved. It was a very oh, interesting like, stomach virus. Yeah. Like clearly wasn't food poisoning because this was 14 hours after I'd eaten yeah. and like, I didn't feel. like your stomach was like, this is a closed door. We are not opening the gate. A hundred percent. We're not digesting anything. A hundred percent. And anything that I'd eaten prior was, you know, the other the end. The other direction, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was not the funnest couple hours like not the funnest day that's for sure no it doesn't i'm so sorry back to sleep and felt better in the morning as far as my stomach goes just not hungry really tired really worn out he wanted to go wander around the old town part of san diego do you know old town no i mean i'm sure if i saw it i would be familiar but i hadn't yeah i hadn't ever i knew of this part of town but i hadn't ever wandered over there and he had a mexican restaurant he really wanted to go to i was like great let's go so I just got ready and we went and like, he's like, I don't think there's anything vegan at all for you here though. Like I am not eating. <laughs> I was vomiting nine hours ago. I'm good. Like I'm not remotely I'm hungry. Here for, the fact that I'm yeah. vertical is a wonder. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not eating. Getting ready was exhausting. Oh, I'm good. Sorry. Just sitting here. You can eat whatever you want. Like the day before, when I wasn't feeling well and he went out, I forget, he ate like some food that we had left over and he was chomping on chips in the living room while I was laying down sick in the bedroom. 
hearing him eat, oh. I was like, oh. it was making me so ill. Just the, so Thursday, the thought of food was destroying me. By Friday, I was like, nope, we're fine. Like you eating is not going to bother me. I just don't want to eat. Yeah. Like I'm not there yet. I was just really low energy, felt really run down. Then that was Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, sorry. Friday, Friday, I was sick. Saturday, I was sort of recovering. Sunday, still recovering. So I barely ate for days and days and days. He was like, you, he picked me up at one point, like just hugged me and picked me up. He's like, you feel so small. And I'm like, I don't think so. But maybe I lost a couple pounds just being sick that day. I came back and I weighed myself. I think I told you seven yeah. pounds. Seven. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Holy moly. And that was after I'd eaten. Oh, man. So oh, like, my gosh. I was like, wow. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well. That's a tough way to. I was like, yeah. it's a rough way to lose two pounds. But like <laughs> seven was unexpected. That's a lot. You know, you walk around a lot in San Diego, too. And I don't know. I just. Uh, but I you didn't. Are, yeah. I ate like 400 calories over the mm, span of like yeah. two days. Yeah. No. I wasn't hungry, though. I just slept and little headachey super dehydrated still like coming home yeah, even on sunday of, that's probably part of it too being yeah. dehydrated well i'm no sure i'll offense, have like a no big offense, thing of water ben and brie but i blame the baby <laughs> i know he was like des says maybe it was the baby throwing up and i thought oh my god i didn't and even I didn't think of yeah. that i just thought she was spitting up babies spit well, up babies, all the time yeah, exactly they spit up they vomit all the time literally not and the first baby like, i've had throw up time on me. you think that like your immune system is going to be stronger than any germs a baby has. But thank ooh. you. But apparently, you know, know, working from know? home for the last year. <laughs> I don't, and I, I've never been around kids who've been in daycare. Oh, and yeah. she's in like a daycare type of thing. So well, germs. Oh, my goodness. Germs are wild. Like they spread like wildfire with kids in daycare. Yeah. My, my friends, a lot of my friends have to call out sick when their kids are in day like you know when they their kids start in daycare and or throughout daycare yeah because they're germy they're yeah like they villages of you hear that right germs. we know that from work like i mean yeah co-workers and staff members who would have to be sorry i gotta go get my kid but it's just hard to imagine but that like she that wasn't would pass over to you yeah Ugh. and i but to be fair after she threw up on me i mean 30 minutes later yeah. we were eating dinner yeah, but you were also you were also really close to all the vomit because you had to clean it up and stuff, and it was yeah. on you. And I thought I, I mean I'd washed sense. everything, I'd hosed myself off really well, but you know yeah. whatever, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Like I didn't want to get sick. Obviously, I was I didn't even consider that she was getting me sick though. I thought it was like baby puke, whatever. Yeah, not the first but, baby who's thrown up on me. Yeah, but 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 I feel like you're on the mend. So that's oh yeah, good. yeah. I'm I glad. ate today. I ate the Yay. most I've eaten in days. That's so. good. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, and you seem like you're in good spirits, as in like a little bit more energy than you. Yeah, much more energy than <laughs> a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I don't that's feel good. I don't feel lightheaded at all today. Oh, that's good. That's nice. Do you have any big things coming up that you need to make sure you have energy for by the end of this week? Uh, No, I mean, I have some baking to do. This like week. not an event or anything. So no events. No events for a couple of weeks. But I have I have it's a lighter week this week. Mm, good. Um, I did put some last minute orders in today and then uh Next week is a big event. The week after, or next next week is a big weekend, I should say. Cinco de Mayo. There's all these people that have birthdays, and I just crammed a wedding in there. So a pretty big wedding order. And then the week of Mother's Day is the last vegan social of the season. So 
what is that the 13th on saturday mm-hmm. we'll be doing that and i think i'm going to put out some sort of special box for mother's day little heart-shaped cake and maybe cookies to go with it that's wonderful yeah oh i'm glad i'll be fine by then i'm not worried yeah, about yeah, that yeah. It'll so be good. it'll be good yeah total bummer though the last three days in san diego like all my food plans like this cocktail bar all these little things that we wanted to hit and see and do it was really fun because we'd been going to lots of new places that i hadn't been before and parts of town that i hadn't seen yet and i you know i'm in san diego three times a year so i'm like it was fun it was really fun to see new places and do new things and experience it with him and then it just came to a screeching halt i wasn't feeling well and that was a struggle on him being stuck in the airbnb with me and like i didn't tell him to be stuck in the airbnb but he yeah. wanted yeah, to be course, there you course. know so yeah. i still felt you still feel bad of course of course so yeah. but it is what now it you is you just had to make plans for another trip i know right i was like sooner rather than later i didn't get to go to the earth fest we wanted to go to the earth fest I on saturday and i was that, like yeah. i can't like no. i don't want to walk around there I'm not feeling it no worries yeah so hopefully they do it next year I'm sure they will. I'll come back for it. Yeah. <laughs> and not babysit the baby. Right? Fuck. <laughs> babysit after. Dude, I'll wear a mask and gloves oh, next time I'm funny. around that baby. All hazmat suit. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> do we have a bio? He- like, do you have something? Do you one of those, you know those full head masks I do, I with do. the window? Because <laughs> I, um, I had to have it during COVID. We had a bunch oh, at the clinic. I remember right. me and Dr. Khan dressed up. And oh it, when God. we first got it, we we're like, what are these things? And we put it, I'll, I'll have to find the picture of us. It's actually That's pretty right. funny. I love it. I should do that. That'd be funny. Yeah. I, so I didn't tell Ben and Bree. Like, I just told them, I was like, I don't know if we're going to the Earth Fest today. I'm like, not feeling great. And they're like, oh no, what's wrong? They're a little panicked, I think. And I was like, uh, tummy problems? Like, that's all yeah. I said. And That's really kind of you. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be like, your kid, if you puked on me, it made me sick. And <laughs> Des was also like you know you probably shouldn't tell them I'm like I no. was already thinking the same yeah. thing yeah like I'm not gonna be like your kid got me sick like no, it's okay. I mean, obviously it was yeah. no one's fault no one knew no no, no. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's it is what it is Aww. I'm alive yes and I'm vertical, vertical. Yes. and I was so happy to be back on social media and seeing your stories hearing yeah. from you you're like i've been in San- uh sd which is the other sd i, know, I was yeah. in san diego and you were in south <laughs> dakota oh God, I love it, I love which is it. funny because i told my mom i was going to sd and she goes for a second i thought you meant south dakota and i'm like why the fuck would i go to south dakota <laughs> and, then, and then when i tell people i'm going to sd they're like oh you're going to san diego I'm like no i'm going to south dakota <laughs> so funny right because i think someone did that to des too he said something about sd and they were like south dakota (laughs) and uh yeah so seeing your stories and you going to south dakota i was so impressed like i was so impressed with this is your third time yeah so my third time in three months yeah third trip third week full week in three months in south dakota and it's a different group every time. It's a different group every time. And I just watching your stories and seeing what you added after you came home, I just was so impressed that you took the time to give them all such a cool experience in South Dakota. Because you'd already done it once and then you did it again. And I was like, and it's the third time and she's doing it again. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Because like, you so I was like, much. I don't know, she's already done this a couple of times. I'm like, but she gave them all this really cool experience. Thank and, you. and you know, I was cracking up at your story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, Where you I were strive. videotaping the wind. <laughs> 
I caught myself looking for it. And I was like, what am I fucking looking for? I can't see the wind. And then all of a sudden it comes this noise through the, and then you all almost blow off of a, yeah. a peak or a plat. I don't even know what you're on, but it was so funny. And I was like, I had to watch it again. And then I'm laughing and Des is asking me what I'm laughing yeah. at. And I'm like, are you ready for it? <laughs> Nah, I strive to, I'm not a funny person, but I strive to capture funny moments. <laughs> it was great. And I mean, it was just funny that you guys, you got, I mean, you could hear how intense the wind yes. was. And on the second time watching it, you were like, I'm trying to videotape the wind. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, videotape the wind. And it was just so funny to me. I just lost it. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, it was so crazy. But this third trip was super fun. And the thing is, I, I it's funny because you're not the first person who said like you've done it so many times, but yet yeah. you still have such a great time. Like I love hosting people. I love taking people and taking them to different experiences, even if I haven't been through it already. Like I have fun yeah. going through it. And, and it's been different because... The first time we came, I was like, work, 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 work. And so we only had a minimal amount of time to actually experience South Dakota. So the first group really only got to see a little bit of Badlands and a little bit of uh, Mount Rushmore. And it was kind of a rush, right? Yeah, you it was had a super rush. It Dr. Was Kerr rush. with yeah. you. It was a big was rush. And, and, and he was, he drives slow. And so we didn't make <laughs> it to places at the time, in the time that I wanted us to. But that's okay. We still made it. To a couple of places and wall drug. And then okay. the second trip was still fun, but a lot of personalities in that that yeah. second trip. And the whole group kind of just split up and it really just messed up the whole vibe of everything. And yeah. people like I was throwing out ideas and people were just like, whatever. And so we didn't really get to do like as much. Like We did Mount Rushmore. We did wall drug, but separately. And I think the mood just was off. Yeah. This third trip. Were you the only faculty? Cool. No, I saw no. Clark. Yes, Dr. Chen was with us. I, w I was not alone on this. I had another faculty member. You were a prosthodontist. A prosthodontist. Doing periodontist. Oh, perio. Yeah, he's oh, double now. Oh, okay, mm, okay. Okay, overachiever. So <laughs> yes. He Let me get all the peas. He's a pee pee. <laughs> he's a pee pee. <laughs> He's, he's my other pee pee. Oh, really. hell no. <laughs> well, you know. He's your professional uh, pee pee. That's a triple yeah. pee. <laughs> so he was with us this trip and it was, I think we've, we were in such a cohesive group of people. Mm -hmm. We had so much fun together and we did almost everything together without me even asking. Like we wanted to, like we would go to work together. We'd stay, you know, behind together. We cooked together. We ate together. I didn't have to ask or beg or anything. It was like we were one big family. And when it came time to talk about our adventure day, everybody was just game on. We want to do everything and anything you have planned. Super so I cool. planned the entire freaking day down to like the minute. <laughs> I was so excited. Who, you? <laughs> no. And so <laughs> it was so much fun. And everybody just went along for the ride. I loved it. Did part of you kind of wish you'd just done that last time? That's what well, last like, time. Why did I gather opinions? I should have just told everybody what we were doing. Well, actually, the last time I told everybody what I was doing and then people were like, oh, it's too much. I'm tired. That's why we, oh. they split up into a second group and they're like the lazy car. Oh, they saw all so the, the adventure pack was with you. Yes. OK, OK. And then and but so that's on them then. It was on them because they yeah. missed they missed a sunrise hike. Oh, they missed. Uh, um. 
a super fun lunch with the presidents. They missed uh. a drive through Needles Highway, which is one of the most scenic drives through like mountainous areas. And they missed Sylvan Lake, which is oh a frozen gosh. lake. And they missed an underground cave. So I saw Sylvan Lake in your stories this week, this past mm-hmm. week. I I saw it and I thought, I think I know this lake, but I don't. Like, I, I feel like I'm supposed to know this lake. It's so pretty, though. It's beautiful. Is it always frozen? Is that the no, deal? No, it's just frozen during the wintertime. Oh, I went okay. there last summer and I videotaped a lot of... <laughs> no, I videotaped a lot. I, <laughs> I captured a lot of footage. Okay. And I put it all a lot on my Instagram. So maybe you recognize it from my Instagram stuff? Maybe. I feel like I just know it for some reason. And maybe I know it because of you or because of National maybe, Park. Yeah. Like just random just information beautiful. that floats around in my head. Yeah. So I was super excited. I really wanted to go because I, I we were all curious if it would be frozen. Yeah. And it was frozen. It's cool. It was it's really pretty. Yeah. And uh, and it was so windy and cold that everywhere we went, we, there weren't very many crowds, yeah. which is nice, except for the cave. The cave, we, we bought tickets ahead of time. Because it was underground? Yeah. And people could hide from the... <laughs> no. They have Wind? limited they have limited tickets for the tours. Oh, okay. The underground tours. So I had actually purchased tickets for the tour a week before. Okay. I had talked to the whole group ahead of time. I got them super excited for Adventure Day. And I was like, we're going. <laughs> we're all going. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is so great. We're all going. Her eyes are real big. We're all going. We're all going together. <laughs> Got. God damn it. That's like the between the lines. Yeah, There's subtext exactly. here. Well, part of it was like last time the group didn't want to do it. And this time you're all doing it. So suck it up. <laughs> I think they, they liked it. I love it. It looked really fun. I loved seeing Demetrius. Oh, I was like, oh, they must have been doing digital dentistry like yeah. Syrac and stuff. Mm, we did. We delivered 26 sets of dentures. Cool. And so 26 people have new smiles. That's rad. And we did approximately 25 Syrac crowns. Rock on. Uh, and I say approximately because I wasn't the one who personally counted. So I haven't counted yet. So I'm relying on some other person's uh, data <laughs> We collection. allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> 25 Sarah crowns in cool. three days. That's awesome. Because the first day was all de- denture delivery. Okay. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was Sarah crowns. And so mm. it was like, go, 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 go. And All same day on yeah. the crowns? Same day crowns. Okay. And the, the students, the residents worked their butts off. That's cool. And um, uh, the the doctor that I was with totally was like, Hustle, hustle, hustle. And yeah. um, we, we were kind of like, you know, Papa and Mama Bear yeah. for the whole week. And it looked like actually... a, it looked really fun. It looked good. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah. I have more thoughts on that, but we can discuss offline. Oh, okay. about uh, like just the dynamics of groups. I think yeah, sometimes. Yeah. sometimes it's nice, I guess I'll say to have fresh blood on those types of trips it is. who haven't done it before yes. because they come in with less how to do things yes. and they come in with a really fresh perspective and like how is this going to operate best and open yeah. to ideas so i thought i thought i just i gathered a lot of that from your stories thank you yeah yeah, yeah. they did they, everyone worked so well together and they had positive open attitudes yeah. and a willingness to just go with the flow and be flexible and adaptable it was wonderful that's so cool yeah. so proud and, of you guys uh, that stuff you. makes me miss dentistry yeah being in that no, particular no. <laughs> work environment does yeah. not. But mm-hmm. um, and I think we're going to touch on that maybe in the episode <laughs> that we put out yeah. today. Reasons why. But uh, yeah, that uh, that kind of made me miss like being a part of that stuff. Yeah, it was cool. It looked fun. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I'm 
I'm super happy that. Can I volunteer for Day for Special Smiles next year? That would be amazing. Oh my Could gosh, you? please put Done. me down. Okay. I was really bummed that I wasn't around this year. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Next year. Yeah. You're it, girl. I'll be your operations person if yeah, there's no one else baby, there yeah. who will do it. Yes, please. It's like my little dose. It's like babysitting once a year. Yes. Done. <laughs> and no one will vomit on you. Cross my fingers. No, don't Promise? worry. Promise. Promise. <laughs> 99 percent promise I i'll can't. do i'll do patient check-in <laughs> done i'll do the easy stuff Perfect. well I love it. quote easy yes the part yes. everybody else hates yes whatever done. you want me to do sweet beans i like it I i'm like in it. awesome well today we are going to be talking a little bit about just uh enjoying the process of getting yeah. from one place to another yeah detaching from the end result detaching mm. from the goal Big time. and enjoying the here and now i like it let's get into it Today we are talking about how to detach and enjoy the process, detach from the the end goal or the outcome, let's say. Yeah. I think I think some of your recent journey kind of inspired me on mm-hmm. this topic. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't remember what I was reading. I was you know, always reading, always listening to something. And uh, I was like, oh, that would be a really good yeah. something to talk about again. I know we've kind of skirted around similar topics, but just sitting and enjoying the process of where we're at versus we get so focused on the end goals of things that uh, the day-to-day things and those little moments, little victories get lost in the shuffle in the efforts of a you know, hitting the end goal. Yeah, for sure. You lose sight of celebrating those little moments that really should be celebrated and not forgotten. Yeah. But also for me, sometimes what happens is I I can let the the concern of the outcome affect my little decisions today about, you know, about the end, you know, so I... I oh, I'm, yeah, like you get so stressed on it coming out perfectly? Yeah, perfectly or trying to change or control the moment in order to achieve that end goal when I really need to learn to let go in the moment as well. In addition to not forgetting to celebrate the little wins or the, the successes along the way mm-hmm. that make up the end, I guess, yeah. the end goal, sometimes I can let the worry of the outcome affect my decisions in the moment or affect my emotions in the moment and I forget what's really important mm-hmm. in the moment as opposed to kind of like, I guess, so tunnel vision on the end. And then in those moments, you're all stressed out and mm-hmm. not feeling excited about the thing that you're working towards that probably yeah. is exciting. Exactly. Um, and I have lots of examples. <laughs> and then you miss all the little joys in the men. Yeah. And like, I think like I just in my notes, I just wrote down things like it's I and I remember this from working in a day job all my life prior to the last year but uh it's so easy and i i don't know that i fell into this trap as of the last few years but i know there were times in my professional roles where you could get caught up in the whirlwind of all the doing and it's hard to be there for your team as a leader when it just feels like the world is crumbling down if you're not getting all these things done and you're you know you're missing little things because there's so much piling up and it's like yeah it's all going to get done yeah like but then 
you know, in those moments when it gets so stressful and there's so much going on and you're just trying to get the thing and people come to you and need you, it's hard to be there for them. Mm -hmm. And you just get really caught up in all the doing instead of all the living Mm -hmm, also mm -hmm. that's happening at the same time. And then, you know, it's hard to be there for anybody outside of work if you're caught up in work things or vice versa. Maybe it's hard to be there at work if you're super caught up in, you know, big things going on at home. Um, I don't know. And just hit, for me, the the journey is where I have learned that everything, it's where all the good stuff is. I will definitely agree with you on that. For me, sometimes, despite me knowing that consciously, sometimes yeah. I get so wrapped up in yeah. certain things that I forget that sometimes. Yeah. I have to take a step back and remember, right? Just because we know something doesn't always mean that we'll remember in the moment of stress, <laughs> right? So I have an example of okay. what you were just saying about how you, you were talking about, uh, you know, what happens when we're at work. And I just came back from a mission trip in South Dakota. And it's my third time in South Dakota. So I kind of have the flow of things and, and I don't get stressed out as easily. I know how to let go of certain things and move things around and, uh, and, and so uh, one of uh, the pieces of feedback that I got that I was very flattered or I really appreciated was uh, someone had shared with me about how uh, actually the other faculty that was there with me, he was like, I really appreciate how you never really worried or freaked out. Like he was like, <laughs> I was really freaking out. I'd look at the schedule and there would be back to back patients. And I had no idea how we were ever going to finish all the patients. But you always seem to just stay calm and rearrange stuff and make things work and make things flow. And you were always positive and you kind of just helped me in the moment feel better. Mm-hmm. And you helped the, the team just feel like, you know, they could just be in the moment, enjoy the moment of what we were doing, which is helping people in need. And we, we, it was going to be okay. Like you made it feel like it was going to be okay. And I felt really, it felt really good to hear that, but it took, you know, like I said, like, taking me three trips to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think I had gotten to a place where I was truly just enjoying the moment. And I knew that by the end of the week, we'll take care of everyone that we need to take care of. What he shared with me reminded me of how I felt the first week I was in South Dakota when I was like, oh no, we have all these people that we have to take care of and how are we going to fit all of this into four days and how are we going to, you know, what are, what about all the problems and the issues and things we're missing? And I remember being in that place the first time around and then by the third time, I was like, I'm going to enjoy this. Like we're here. We, you know, it took a lot of mountain moving to get everyone to where we are today. And I just want to enjoy every moment, every day that we have helping these people and helping this community. And not only that, but teaching our residents and students how to take care of a vulnerable population, to learn about a different culture, to learn from each other. And, and so I, I feel like, you know, it, it does, it does take a, it's a journey to get to a place where you can enjoy the journey too. Yeah, it totally is. I think I don't think that's celebrated or focused on in our culture so much historically. Maybe now people are pushing this the idea of this a little bit more, but it's, you know, we all have goals, we all have things we need to work for, strive for, save for, plan for, grow towards or into. But then if you if you're only focused on the end goal, what happens is you miss all the little moments, yes, but then what happens is you hit the end goal and you're like, the the joy is really brief 
and you're left with a feeling often of it's not as high as you thought it would be you know you're not you're not you don't have this super excitement you're like all right well I did that now what because you were so kind of like a high junkie getting high on the the stress of it all I think for a long time I sound really squeaky there I'm sorry I don't know what happened we're so focused on the Literally, I think we get so focused and we get so addicted to the adrenaline of that rush, of that goal, of that project, mm-hmm. of all the weight, of all the things. And then when it hits and it's done, you're like, what now? So then yeah. you set a new thing and you do it all over again. And so this whole enjoy the process thing also has that flip side of kind of resetting your adrenals and resetting your your body and your brain for the things to be excited about. Because... If you're just excited about the end goal, again, you're just going to keep chasing that feeling and it's never going to land. This is like the same thing I think I talked about really early on in the podcast where I used to, people would constantly at work be like, happy Friday. And I was like, fuck Friday. Like, (laughs) Like, I mean, it's not like I hate Fridays, but... I'm just really passionate about, I don't know, be excited about every day of yeah, the week. If, yeah. if you show up on Monday and you're only looking to get through Friday, yeah. you're going to miss all the cool stuff that happens mm-hmm. Monday through Thursday. You're going to go to work every day, have the opportunity to do whatever it is that you do, however you help people at your job every day. Go home, enjoy the time with family, friends, kids, whatever it is. Enjoy time volunteering, however you fill your nights. Enjoy that television show. But don't just sit around waiting for Friday. Yeah. You know, uh, when you were talking about that, about how if you're just so focused on Friday, you miss all the things in between. Yeah. And one of the things that we implemented at work, I'm sure you will remember, is that... uh, Every day at the end of each clinic day, we sit with the students and we ask them to share a -hmm. good thing that happened that day. Yeah. You call it roses and thorns? Yeah, we call it rosebud thorn. Okay. So share a rose, which is something that went well that day, something good about the day. A bud, something that you learned that day. And then a thorn, which is a challenge you face that day. Okay. So the intention, the academic reason behind we, the, 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 the reason, the academic reason why we do that is to help them develop self-reflection, self-awareness skills. Yeah. But and take the little moments away exactly. from the days. But I was just going to say, yeah, but the my personal reason why I do that is I want them to celebrate the good stuff that happened that day. And mm-hmm. I don't think that, you know, if they don't if they're not encouraged to stop, breathe, think about the day, you don't consciously think about the good things that happened that day or the new things you learned and experienced that day or the problems you face that day and then turn those lessons that you learned from those challenges into long-term memory. Yeah. And so I really love those moments where we can really literally take a break and reflect on those good things that happen, the things, the new things that we experienced and then the challenges that we face. And I think that is one way that you can help throughout any journey you're on to kind of stop and just breathe in the moment. And hopefully it helps you come back to the moment. Because I think even, again, for me, logically, I know (laughs) that the journey is really what matters, right? Not the end of the journey. Right. But sometimes you do get caught up in the moment and you forget about the journey. And yeah. So yeah. I mean, it also not it also made me think of I don't know where this quote originally came from, but I know it from Kung Fu Panda. Oh, and yes. it's today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Ah. 
So if you're if you're always waiting on Friday, you know, use this metaphor however you like. But if you're always waiting on Friday, I mean, not to be morbid, what if Friday doesn't come? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Just shoot your shot every day. Just uh, have a good time. Enjoy it. And this isn't to say that the end goal is like we're not minimizing the end goal. No, not, not at, at all. all. Like you can you can still celebrate yes. your 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 projects, celebrate yes. the uh, celebrate hitting your hitting your milestones, hitting your marks, building that business, finishing that course, getting an A, uh, whatever it is that you're buying the house, what whatever it is, the wedding. Oh my God, wedding is like one I think that people get super caught up in the thing instead oh. of enjoying the process of it all yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know where that just came out from about yeah. picking the cake and the just get so stressed about all yeah, the things the yeah. guests and the, the da, 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 da. oh my god i want none of that ah. but <laughs> there's so much to to enjoy about the process of anything we're doing mm-hmm. that it's just it's worth it to slow down and take a look and i think i had some i had made some notes about Kind of if you if you're wondering if you're stuck in a process of just being focused on the goal and you're not sure, I think some things that personally it's like, do you feel like you constantly need a break? Do you, did you ever hear people say, I need like a year long vacation? I've said that a couple times. <laughs> I can think of you and so many friends who say things like this. They're spinning their wheels and they're just burned out I read a post today on Instagram about the grind mm, and she said something about look up the definition of a the to grind and it's to take something and pulverize it into dust and it's like yeah why would we want to do that to no. ourselves yeah. like yeah that's not that's not fun drop out of that culture you don't have to be a part of it it's like I don't I don't enjoy it stop stop beating yourself to death or working yourself to death or just being focused on I mean it's okay we have to have goals we have to have yes. things to work towards if you have nothing that you're aiming for I mean try to fix that because that seems you have an I don't know I mean just does it go without saying to have an aimless life feels really meaningless yeah like well, you need to me, find yes, meaning I, and purpose yeah. mm-hmm. to have a really fulfilled sense of self so if that's missing for you, maybe sit and do some deep diving. That might be what you need to work on. To that should be your, your end goal that right there. That should be your first find goal. Find meaning. some goals. Yeah. <laughs> find some goals. Uh, but I think uh, the thing is, it's not to say to not have goals. It's to, to, to manage them, to have them. Yeah. And then enjoy the journey towards them. And, right. and the thing is, I think for me, where I lose it in the journey is where I'm being challenged or I face brick mm. walls. Okay. That's when I lose my enjoyment. enthusiasm, my enjoyment, right? So I can recall like one example is me with my my flying journey. Oh, yeah. This flying journey <laughs> has been like two years in the making. And there's oh. been so many times where I've just gotten so frustrated. And then I can remember like I forgot that I got into this because it was fun. It was no longer fun. And so in those moments, I had to just dis- like, I kind of have to take a step back and kind of yeah. decide, do I need a break? Right. So that I can remember what it's like to be having fun or do I need to change my attitude? Right. Like, so, so many times it was because I was very frustrated for, I was very frustrated with factors that were out of my control. Right. So in those circumstances, I'm thinking, okay, well then 
I just need to manage my attitude. And, you know, and then there were times where I was literally just frustrated at myself and I wasn't having fun anymore and I was being too hard on myself. Those are the moments where I realized I'm losing sight of the end goal and I'm losing sight of enjoying the, the journey. So I had to take a step back and kind of realize that I was being too hard on myself. And then I do exercises like, OK, today's flight really sucked. Was there <laughs> one thing that was good about it? Yeah. And maybe that one thing was just I got to have a lesson versus no lesson. Right. Yeah, I got or, up in the air. Exactly. Today. Right. So, again, I, I go back to the whole like have certain exercises ready to help you readjust your attitude if that's what you need in the moment to pull yourself back in the moment so you can find the the joy in in those moments of frustration yeah it's easy to say things like stay rooted in the present but some people are like how do you do that i have no idea what that means um if you're struggling with that, it's, I think, like you just said, it's self-reflection, it's self-awareness, looking within, it's going, okay, that's a tool. What what happened today that was great? What, what was positive about today? What can I be grateful for today? What step did I take to work towards the goal? What, what happened to move the needle? Yeah, totally. Uh, um, listening to your body. I think you described this rather well. <laughs> oh, that's real. That's really important. I've been trying to listen to my body for the last few years. I've been trying to develop that skill a lot more. Mm-hmm. Listening to uh, where the anxiety is being felt or originating in my body. Um, but uh, listening to your body and kind of, again, a lot of me is just like taking a step back and realizing, okay, I'm getting worked up. I need a step, you know, step back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, celebrating. So I have a note here that's even celebrating your setbacks. So celebrating your little wins every day, like you said, the rosebud thorn, celebrating your little setbacks, because we say, what did I write it down? Rejection is redirection Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of times. So it's, you know, you're focused on the end goal. Sometimes little missteps along the way can really piss you off if you're only focused on the end goal you can get really bummed out and feel like you want to quit along the way if the only thing you care about is finishing and I think something I've learned to do is not be what I call quote romantic about Mm. how I get there yeah 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 so I'll have an end goal and sometimes the end goal even changes and i Try not to be too attached to this, like also detach from it and understand that sometimes if if things are happening and it's it's all not quite falling into place or it's not working out, even though it might not be working out the way I expected, I can pivot and turn and go, okay, what other direction should I go? Like this is clearly not working or this is way too difficult. What's a route that actually does work? What's going to bring me success in this endeavor? And pivoting adjust my plan come up with a new you know I love coming up with new plans that was in COVID that was part of what kept me around at my day job I'm like let's throw it all out the window and start over let's do it like I love coming up with a new plan like sweet give me all the things let's do it (laughs) like let's start over but so not being romantic about how you get to the goal and then also sometimes not being super romantic about the goal like realizing it might need to shift and change shape as you're heading towards it it may yeah. change. You know, one example of that is when I think about trying to create or develop new habits. And mm-hmm. this is a very 
This is a very uh, elementary example. And we've used this example in many of our other episodes when we're talking about taking better care of ourselves. But, you know, one goal that I have been trying to develop and there are times where I'm I'm on it and then there are times where I'm not on it. And so, you know, for me, staying hydrated is so hard. Drinking water is so hard for me. And there are times where I am set to go every morning. I have my water bottle. I have everything in place. I have I have identified places around the clinic to have secret water bottles that I can easily ex- you know access and I have alarms secret on my watch. water bottles secret water bottles <laughs> uh, and then I have alarms on my watch to remind me to drink water right this is and- really funny because I'm picturing you running around the clinic with like an alarm going off on your watch and you're like oh be right back and yes. you sneak off I'm hearing like a little inspector gadget music in my head for whatever reason (laughs) and i hear you like or mission impossible that's the music i hear you like dun 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 and you sneak off and you find your little water bottle and you secretly chug half a bottle and then put it back in its hiding spot and go right back to what you were doing exactly (laughs) i mean there are times Um, where i am very on it and then there are days where i just she's like nobody move be right back (laughs) and and those are the days where i'm like i I, I go the whole day and I realize I haven't had one Whoops, sip of water. Didn't touch like, my secret bottles today. Yeah, crap, you know? And I'm like, okay, just reset tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But then like maybe I have like three or four days where I'm just really bad at it, right? And that's okay. I can be hard on myself or I can just try again the next day. Or yeah, you try don't again. quit. Yeah, I don't quit. Oh, uh, I try not to quit. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, I heard this new thing about how sometimes what happens is instead of waiting till the next day to start over, Think of your day in quarters. Yeah. Start over right now. Start over at six o'clock or start over at noon o'clock. Start over at, you know, like. I love that you said noon (laughs) o'clock. Thank you. Uh, I I think I learned that from you. Yeah. I also say noon 30. Ah, I have yet to have an opportunity to do that, (laughs) but maybe I will next time. But yeah. So instead of saying, uh, you know, I'll start again tomorrow. Like I hear a lot of people who kind of botch their diet and they're like, I'll just start my diet again tomorrow. Or next week or next month. So fucking quitters. Someone I mentioned, like divide your day into quarters. If you miss the first quarter, try again the next quarter. Yeah. And so uh, of the day, like set your your day. It's really easy to break your day also into like quarters or thirds, Ah. like either either Mm -hmm, way. mm -hmm. It's really easy to break your day up into that. Or the minute you recognize you missed, you're like, oh, shit, let me get back on track. Let me jump in there now. This is like workouts. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I was going to use workouts as an example, but I wanted to use my water hydration. Water's a great one. Workouts are the same way. I secret water bottles. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Please videotape you (laughs) hunting down your secret water bottles for us. I want to see this or have someone video you like sneaking around and put the. We need the Mission Impossible music over it. So I can take care of that if you want me to make it a reel. But if you could get some video, that'd be great. Um, But this is like workouts. This is fitness. This is very similar to this train of thought is similar to our New Year's resolution. Like New Year, New You. No, don't do that. Like you want to change something about your life. Do it right now. You want to change what you eat. You want to eliminate you know, you want to cut out sugar, you want to cut out soda, you want to stop smoking, you want to add workouts into your week, just start today. Just do it. There's no, there's no benefit to you waiting. No. If you have the time, make or make the time, put in 10 minutes to do whatever it is that thing you want to do today. Even if you cut out half of the cigarettes you cut out, you're still smoking a little, whatever. Half is better than none. Yeah. 
you were saying the whole uh, rejection is redirection. And it just made me think about when I go on dates with people and I realize this isn't going to work out. I was wondering if you were going to bring some dating examples into uh, this episode. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I get really caught up in getting rejected or, you know, like the, this the heartbreak of stuff, right? But I have to kind of tell myself to celebrate the rejection is really like that's one person that isn't for me and I'm one person closer to who I'm going to be with or who I will, yes, you know, find, right? So again, it takes a lot of mental exercise and yeah. mental resilience to to develop these, these thought patterns that Dude, rejection is redirection. 100%. I don't, I struggle with, because I, I don't have a lot of, I've been dating for quite a while, I guess, but I had a handful of longer term relationships ish and I dated really casually in between and around all of them and I know there had been times obviously where someone I was dating it ended and I was kind of annoyed with the way it ended or just maybe the way they did it not necessarily that things ended with them because I feel like I don't know why but for whatever reason I was I just come back to the idea that they're just telling me they're not for me and like in the last couple of years of dating like all the first dates, lots of one dates, even the most recent round of dating, there was a lot of literal one dates. Remember how I used to give everybody two dates? Mm -hmm. And I'm still not against two dates, but with the one and done dating, I couldn't be happier with it because it takes time to get ready and energy and you're like focused and you're putting so much into this yeah. event in these few hours. And like, if after one date you decide you don't want to do this again, okay, like, cool. Thanks for not wasting my time. Because yeah. if you weren't into it, I don't want to put any yeah. more idea or I don't want to put any more thought or energy into discovering whether or not you're worth it. Like, not everybody for me is a yes. Like, you know, we've discovered this before. Yeah. I'm like, some people are a no real quick. And some people, a lot of people are maybes. Almost no one is a yes right away. Like, most people fall into the maybe category. I can't. And that's what Tess had said. Yeah, I can't think of anyone who I was like a yes immediately. I'm yeah. like, maybe I need to gather more information. That's just kind of the way I approach it. And um, I just, I don't know. I couldn't be happier with the people who don't bother connecting after the first date. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, and I think that's because one, in your mind, you've detached from the outcome that that yeah. outcome is bad, right? So, well, like the outcome, I know, I know there's the, a person out there for me. Like, I know there's a bunch of fucking people out there for me. Let's be honest. Like, there's more than one. If you get stuck in the idea that there's one person out yeah. there, you'll make yourself nuts, and you'll never be able to appreciate the people I just in front of you. Find one of them, any <laughs> of them. I I just want one person. Can I just? I know that there's not one person. There's got to be more than one. But can I yeah. just find one of those one people? There's at least a dozen in this city <laughs> for you. Know. I'm sure of it. But on that same note, though, with the whole rejection is redirection, yes. it's a really good mindset to have if you're gonna go back into the dating world which I forgot to tell you that uh -oh. I have tapped into my 50 plus no stop <laughs> stop I'm so excited my face hurts yeah. I'm smiling too big and I think part of it is I somehow got a little brave over the last week and I was like whoop, whoop. 
it's like I try to detach myself from the the end result, right? From finding a uh, husband like, and a baby maker. <laughs> well, for me, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to start a conversation with anybody or go on any dates because okay. I don't know what I want in the end. But I know like, like, OK, so you need to write your list. Yes. OK, it's, but that's what I mean. Like one of the things is if you're like for because that's just me, what I'm going through right now is. I'm worried about going back into the dating pool and just getting rejected. But I have to remember, okay. rejection is redirection. And yes. it's only going to get me cl- one step closer to one of the many people that I could be with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another frog out of the way. Yes. Your prince is coming. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. And like, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I think people know from maybe the couple of episodes we've chatted about dating and all the times we've sprinkled dating into other things on here I am a firm believer in intentional dating and knowing what you at least want to get out of the experience whether or not you just want to meet people be friendly whether you just want to have sex with people whether you're looking for someone to build something with whether that's you know husband material or just someone to date for a while like short term long term whatever there's oh my gosh I read a thing today on the internet uh, uh, somewhere on social media that there's like 30 or 20 some ways you can identify what you're looking for now on the apps oh, I'm like that's I overwhelming like I'm, I'm used to like five or six I'm like if you give me that many choices that's like asking me where I want to eat dinner when there's yeah. 5,000 restaurants in town I'm like overload can't decide I'm out <laughs> um like there are too many options is the worst thing in the world for me but I'm like I don't know do we need that many options but maybe some people need a ton of options so just but I do believe you should be you should have an idea of what you want otherwise I think it is far too easy to go out into the dating world and feel like it's a minefield because you're not you're not intentionally you don't know what you're looking for yeah there's this option on hinge now that kind of identify like you can put in not sure what you're looking for or still trying to figure out your dating goals and you can even add your own text i think i think so i i don't know about like that. like you part. could add your own little comment i feel like i saw that when oh, i was yes, on. yes 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 so you can select you can select uh one from the drop down menu it's like long term but willing to blah 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 and then people can add their own little spin to things i yeah. i don't have any I examples but um yeah i did see that people will add their own little jibber jabber and uh, I don't know. Anybody that sounded wishy-washy, I was like, no, no, no. That's what I mean. Like, I started swiping left on people who didn't yeah. really know what they were looking for. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the honesty, but I'm not here for that either. Word. So, but uh, that on and, that same note about going back into the dating world. Yeah. Going back to the whole listening to your body is, oh, yeah. is really important when you're trying new things or things that are a little uncertain. Mm-hmm like you're uncertain about it, then listen to your body and listen to that, like any feelings of anxiety, mm-hmm. feelings that doesn't, you know, like gut feeling, if you don't feel right or this doesn't seem like this is what you want, then it's probably not what you want. Yeah, especially in dating. If you don't have a sense of safety and calm with the person, then get jump ship and bail. I mean, you're if you get excited about being activated, that's probably a, a a repeat. That's 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 the way that love was demonstrated to you or relationships were demonstrated to you and it was unhealthy and that's what looks familiar to you. So you fall into, I, I know this because I did this. So unhealthy relationship patterns and then 
that that looks normal, that that chaos, that anxiety feels normal to you and you're drawn to it until you heal those things. This is a whole other episode, but <laughs> uh, try to try to be conscious of that and get into find a regulated state and you can search for podcasts and books about dysregulation and uh, how, how you can get yourself to a regulated state and how to recognize that in a, in a dating partner. Um, I think another tip I had written down here for staying in the moment and staying present is to keep a positivity folder. So it really falls in line with your roses every day. But I do, you know, we've talked about this, how I have my little gratitude jar where every week I've been writing down or sometimes more than once a week. Like if something just kind of hits me, I'll just write something down and I put a little date on it and I fold it up and it's usually just a few words and a date and I just drop it in my little jar I'm collecting quite the little jar of rainbow notes. Aww, I it's can't fun. wait till the very end of the year. I know. Yeah. I'm kind of, every time I put one in there, I think, am I going to read these all at the end of the year? Like, I think you will. Will I just put it away and read it in a year or two? Oh. Like, will I just write 2023 on that and tuck it away and come back some other time when I want to cheer up? I don't know. Or when I want to walk down memory lane and cry or something. <laughs> Cry, cry tears of joy. Oh, always. Yeah. I would say like probably 90% of my tears are tears of joy. <laughs> Usually they're, I'm, I'm, I'm the crier. Like I don't cry very often because I'm sad. Like unless I'm watching a movie and something, but usually, honestly, it's just, uh, most of my tears are like overwhelming human emotion, like love and kindness. That shit just makes me cry. Yeah. Aww. Uh, Des actually, I, did I cry recently? I, I probably didn't. I cry all the time. So <laughs> he said something to me like, have you always been a crier? And I was like, yes, but no. Like as a kid, I, w- I would cry easily. Like anything that felt really emotional, I would just cry. Like I could almost make myself cry talking about it. So I would just cry as a kid. Like anything that felt really big and emotional, I would just it just came out as tears. And it's funny because when I was doing Al-Anon, I met somebody else who would just cry a lot. And she was like, you know, I just, this is how things come out in me. And like, it was a problem for her at work. And I was like, oh, thankfully that's not an issue. Like, it's not that close to the surface for me, but it's like, it's, it has to be moments of like people who are really close to me or movies that have, they've really built the characters well or something that's really connecting with something in my past. And then I'll just cry or anything really big and overwhelming. I'll just cry and it can be good, overwhelming. It's rare that it's, it's rare that I cry like bad tears. Like I do cry sad tears. Like, you know, there's been breakup tears and like mostly frustration and upset and sad with myself. But like, I would say 80% of my tears are usually just like happy tears. (laughs) One of my mentors says that uh, tears are jewels of the soul. Oh, that's cute. And I thought that was really beautiful because Mm. it really does speak about the vulnerability that you have and the ability for you to allow yourself to experience those emotions as well. Yeah. I think a lot of people, and for me, the longest time, like, I didn't cry at all as a child. I really held back my tears. I didn't allow myself to cry until I was more of an adult. Maybe in the last 10 years, I've cried more in the last 10 years than before. And it was only because I finally got to a place in my life where I was vulnerable enough to allow myself to feel emotions. And that if those emotions led to tears, they oftentimes made me feel better after I cried or I just, 
I, I was so overjoyed that I was like this. I love that my my soul is showing this joy yeah. in this manner. Or I I appreciate that I'm allowing I'm I'm allowing myself to be so vulnerable that I'm I'm allowing my pain to 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 manifest as tears from my soul. And so yeah. I really thought that. I think when she told me that ten years ago, I started to appreciate the role that tears can play in your emotional journey your psychological journey and just your ability to be more aware of yourself yeah I think it's really healing Mm -hmm. when he asked me if I've always been a crier I said yeah because as a kid I was but then like you just mentioned there was a big period of time where I didn't I mean formative years and teenage years and early adulthood years I don't remember ever crying and then but I got into relationships that were recreating old traumas and wounds for me and they weren't healing anything for me. Like it's okay to be drawn to things that recreate those feelings as long as that person has healed, you know, or is working on healing there is willing to heal with you. You can heal those things together. You don't have to be a fully formed, fully healed person to get in relationship. But uh, I got into a lot of relationships where things were unhealed and I just didn't have the capacity to care or cry because mm. I just couldn't let myself go there like it wasn't that wasn't what was modeled to me it was be strong and ignore yeah. and oh, push through yeah. and mm-hmm. so it was you know I think in the last eight years I mean the first time I went to Al-Anon meetings oh my god I would sit in parking lots after the meeting and just cry for like 20 minutes because I was like it was so much in those rooms and like being empathic and like taking all that in it was like and then feeling all of my own stuff coming. I mean, 2015 was like a big crying year for me. <laughs> 2015, yeah. I cried a lot. Yeah. I remember days in a row of crying. And I was like, I need to get out of the house. I need to go grocery shopping. I need to eat something. I need to stop crying. Holy hell, you look like a mess. Yeah, I remember like 2015 was an interesting year. But um, now it's just like, I don't know, they come out when they need to. And they're so healing. It just feels good to let go and cry. I think I said this re- when I was talking about the San Diego trip. I'm like, can you also bring me some Kleenex? Because I just need to cry. And then I didn't end up crying. But just like having it there and knowing it was an option was yeah. nice. You know, talking about all this, I feel like we may have gone on a tangent. A little. But I will argue that we can also take this back to what we're talking about. Feeling your body. Like, yeah, feeling your body, but also like... Uh, going through all of the healing is a journey itself. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I remember, you know, I went through a really big relationship thing in in October, November. Probably all of 2022, let's say. <laughs> but it finally ended in October, November. And just ever since then, I've been trying to be more conscious about my healing from that relationship. And I still cry, but... I I don't I cry for different reasons now. Do you cry? I find myself I I, don't, I haven't done this in a while, but sometimes I would cry for the old version of me. Yes. Okay. And I cry like I cry for that. I cry for a lot of things, but I realize that I celebrate every time I cry, but I cry for a different reason and more of those reasons become for myself. Yeah. Actually, and not for him or that I lost not him. Not over the sadness. Well, like, yeah. yeah, like I like I lost him, but um I, I realize that I celebrate, I, I do my own celebration of how far I've come along from that outcome that I, you know, was so devastated because I was so attached to this 
outcome that I wanted to be with him and that we yeah. were happy and that we were going to be okay. And then when that all came crashing down, I, you know, and so my, I've been kind of attached to this idea that I will be okay. Right. Yeah. So ever, ever since October, November, this, this journey of healing, I've, I've been trying to celebrate the moments where I'm slowly becoming more and more myself again too. Yeah. I think I know what I deserve. Yeah. That's a good thing to be attached to. Yes. Yes. But uh, just to kind of go back to celebrating. Yeah. Successes along your journey. And in this case, the journey of healing. Yeah. Celebrating the setbacks and celebrating the successes and celebrating the little wins. There are still times where I do have setbacks and, you know, I, I, I get down on myself about like what I could have done wrong. And then, but it gets like the response to that. It's faster and faster to tell myself, like, I, I didn't do anything I didn't wrong. Do anything wrong. Yeah, this person I didn't, didn't wasn't there. Yeah, this person so, didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, whatever you, whatever it is, this person wasn't the one for me. Whatever you, however you need to fill that in. Like, you didn't do anything wrong is a big thing that I think a lot of people could tell themselves, and you get stuck in that ruminating yeah. and. Again, attached to some mm-hmm. end goal, some story you told yourself about, and we've all done this, a story you would tell ourselves about where this was going and how this was going to look and how it was going to be. And then when it all gets all shit hits the fan, it's it's devastating. And it's like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done this. Could I have done this? Could I have done this? And it's like, no, it worked out just the way it was supposed to. Yeah, exactly. So just all that to kind of say like celebrate those setbacks because Mm -hmm. now like it would be it used to be days where I would just pity myself now maybe I just pity myself for five minutes and then I'm back up again and that's that's a win for me (laughs) yeah because honestly I mean look at your life what is there to pity about it I I do have a wonderful life and that's one of the reasons why I've been able to kind of get back up a lot faster too I realized that my life is amazing yeah you have really built a life that I think makes you attractive to other to partners potential partners you haven't necessarily made a lot of room for them but that's just where you're at in your dating journey you're not ready for it yet but like you're getting there there's little baby steps 15th this is an update that I forgot to okay (laughs) May 15th is um my day that. What what is the day? That's my parents' anniversary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the day where I I uh, my life should calm down, and I'm gonna proactively again try again to create more space in my life for a partner. Is this an egg freezing day? No. Oh, okay. It's Shit. just where a lot of things are co- like a lot of commitments that I've made to work and to oh. non work stuff like extracurricular career stuff mm-hmm. um comes to an end and i'm going to create more space in my life for a partner we are excited and stay tuned because i'm hoping we're going to hear more about this in a few weeks well, when may 15th why, yeah. rolls around I'm, I'm setting things up i'm i am getting back out there i love it um i have a quote oh, if we're closing yes, out yes, the show yes. i wanted to this is a quote by john DePaula. I don't know, John, but it says, slow down and everything you are chasing will come around and catch you. Ooh, I like that. Isn't that nice? That's a great quote. I really like that. Yeah. You know, I have a very anti-chase mentality. It's like, stop trying to chase things. Yeah. And uh, so I really like that. Slow down and everything you are chasing will come around and catch you. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. 
And that's what, you know, like, I think that's the whole, the whole message here, right? Yeah. Like sometimes you, Slow down. you keep running, 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 running towards that end goal and you got to detach from that goal. Yeah. Slow down, take a breath, enjoy what's happening right now. Enjoy every step. Because yeah. I think at the very end, when you get to the very end, you'll be like, there's so many moments that I just didn't celebrate that I wish I did. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy what went well, what went bad. It's all learning. Take that in. Yeah. Appreciate it for what it is. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Oh, no. Thank you for this quote. You're it's welcome. Beautiful. I hope everybody enjoyed our podcast today. Me too. I love you. Love you too. Mandy. <laughs> and as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week.